Hey, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to RTBP. We have a very special show for you. Breezy from the Trash Rehash podcast is here, and we're talking about some of my favorite TV shows, Survivor and Big Brother. And a little bit later this week, I will have an episode coming out about the Sex and the City reboot, and just like that with friend of the pod lisa so so if you're not already subscribe to rtbp so you don't miss another episode okay let's get into it without further ado here's my conversation with breezy i'm back with a very special guest breezy from the trash rehash podcast is here breezy how are you doing great I'm so happy to be here I've been talking about it all morning like <laughs> oh I'm ready to talk some shit with Tori like I'm yes ready. okay I'm ready to this is amazing I was on the trash rehash podcast talking about just literally one of my favorite shows Siesta Key <laughs> which seems like a lifetime ago. I'm ready for that show to come back. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. So I have a podcast, Trash Rehash, uh, with a friend from college, Leah. Um, We had a class together for three weeks, Intro to Psychology, and we mentioned how we both liked reality tv and teen mom like shows like that 16 and pregnant and this was like over six years ago i mean this was like a long time ago um and it just after we we never like really hung out or anything and after we graduated college and moved away and all of that leah reached out and was like we should do a podcast on all these shows that we keep texting about, like we're texting about Survivor, we're texting about Big Brother, like Siesta Key. Uh, why don't we do a podcast? And so, yeah, so we started a podcast and we do multiple shows. Uh, I don't know how the fuck we juggle it. I hope I can literally. I don't know. Yes, okay, yes, good. yes. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> I don't know how we juggle it, but right now we're um, rehashing Survivor. Um, and we are also doing for Bama Shore, which is not a good season, uh, but mm. still listen to us shit talk about it. And mm. um, we are doing Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is a great season. So, but yeah, that's um, Trash Rehash, which you can find us really anywhere. Yes. Okay. Highly recommend. And I love this backstory with you and Leah because I don't think I knew this. That's amazing. And okay, so I just want to like dig into this because I will literally never tell anyone that I first meet that I'm into reality TV because I feel like people have such a bad connotation with it. So you two met in class and you just like said it out loud. Well, we were like, um, like I had my best friend in the class and she had her best friend in the class and we were in a group together um, Mm -hmm. for like this Jeopardy style game in this class. And, and I might have the class wrong, but I feel like it was psychology. I feel like it's intro to psychology and interim like three week class. Uh, 
Leah, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, but, <laughs> and we had like, we would see each other like drunk out at bars every now and then too. Um, and, but we also shared like a love for the same music, like some like emo indie rock music, um, like the Avid Brothers as well. Like we had like a, like a little bond with music that not everyone listens to around us. But then also I think we both had Twitter, which a lot of people also weren't super into. And we would be tweeting mm -hmm. about like our shows and would note it, like talk about it, you know, but it wasn't like, Hey, uh, what I think it might actually, I think it was kind of like an icebreaker thing, maybe of what, and it's always my icebreakers that I love trash TV. Uh, ever. <laughs> it's always been my icebreaker. So our, you know, you know, um, a fun fact. So I think that's kind of mm -hmm. how it started. And yeah, it's just, I always knew of Leah as she likes reality TV too. And some of the same music I do. I, I still don't know that much about Leah for real, for real. It's crazy. <laughs> That's all we, we get on and we talk our shit and see you next week. I love that. That's so funny. I don't watch Floribama Shore, but it's on my list because I feel like it would be something that I'm obsessed with. And Teen Mom, I'm behind. So is Leah. But I to like that's again something I need to catch up on. Yeah, for Teen Mom, I would recommend Teen Mom 2 and Teen Mom Young and Pregnant. Um, Teen Mom OG is just like needs to stop. I'm still watching it, but it needs to stop. Um, there's just yes. it's I don't know why I'm still watching it. I'm just watching it to watch it. Um, but mm -hmm. Teen Mom Young and Pregnant is great. And it's like reminds me of early Teen Mom to like Janelle like type drama like a mess a whole mess oh, um oh, and, it's, and there's only a few seasons so um recommend that um and for Fortabama Shore if you've ever watched Party Down South it's kind of like that okay both of them shit shows I'm, I'm shaking like my head <laughs> Jersey Shore but um in the south uh so if you watch yes, Jersey Shore yes. um Party Down South is way better than Floribama Shore in my opinion but um, it seems like Florabama Shore is kind of like a spinoff. Um, but this season's kind of not that great. But the first few seasons, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. And Jersey Shore, I need to catch up on Family Reunion, too. Yeah. Which I've watched. <laughs> I'm watching that, too. It literally never ends. It never ends. It never ends. <laughs> and I always am late to watch it. And because I'm like, mm. it's not going to be good. But then I start watching it. And I'm like, I usually do it when I'm cleaning. Like, it's like a show I can yes. have in the background. Like, I don't, it does not deserve my full undivided attention. But yes. I still want to know. I know what's up. Like, what people are talking about. Um, and I still get into it. And it's it's fun to still watch. I know that's sometimes the tough thing about podcasting is there'll be a season of a show that I like don't get to for like two months after it's aired. Like I haven't watched The Circle season oh. three yet. And I'm like, oh, I'll probably want to talk it on the about it on the podcast. And then people are going to be like, we watched that six months ago. <laughs> like We're over it. That's so that's like how I feel about Winter House, because we podcast Summer House when it's in season and we were gonna do winter house but we had three shows we're like we could not do four shows and you know and then it was just just a few weeks so um or a few weeks yeah. but, you know just not that many episodes um yeah and we're like oh well we'll just do like one episode about it like right after you know the reunion or whatever and yeah now it's uh been weeks and <laughs> we are just like nah it's too late now 
too late. It's too late. Okay, also, side note, was there a reunion for Winter House? I don't think there was. There wasn't. I feel like I'm... There wasn't a yeah, reunion. I'm... Yeah, it just yeah, ended. I... Um, I don't know why I was thinking there was possibly a reunion, but no. Less- I know. I was, like, waiting for the reunion. <laughs> yeah, I guess there wasn't. Maybe I'm just thinking of, like, watching their Insta stories or something like, afterwards or watch what Getting happens the live. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I guess they haven't. They should have because I want to know what's going I on know. with Austin and Sierra. Ugh. Yeah, I want an update on that. I want an update on Paige and Craig. Yeah, which is- I want an update on Lindsay. Which I think, um, from what I'm seeing, it looks like Lindsay and Craig have something. Not Craig, Lindsay and um, Carl. Carl. Thank you. That's what I mean. Have a little have something, something, and it looks like uh, Paige was on set for Southern Charm, like filming, um, just a few weeks ago. So, and she met like Patricia from Southern Charm, and so mm-hmm. she's gonna be on this next season of that, which is exciting. But yeah, I want, I want to see where we're at now. I hate like I feel like Me Winter too. House was a year. We talked about Winter House and our Siesta Key episode and like how yeah. uh, like it's not even gonna be in the right season. It's just gonna be weird of timing that it's gonna come out and I thought it was a perfect teaser to Summer House. Like I am amped up for Summer I'm House. Pumped. So if that was their like reason for doing it, like it worked. Oh yeah. I, I'm so pumped. And uh and I think it's going great without Hannah Burner. I think that, uh, yes, yes, you know, yes. I think that it's like, oh, great. Um, they could do it without her. They do not need her at all. So it's Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Side tangent. Just a small one. I listened to Hannah and Paige on Color Daddy because they were specifically talking about their relationship after the TV show because I would obviously never regularly listen to Call Her Daddy. And it was just, it was really interesting talking, like hearing about them talk about their relationship after the show and how Paige decided to like continue to do the show and she didn't and stuff. So I actually recommend listening to that one just for some like, yeah, just for some like kind of closure on that relationship because I loved them in their first like two seasons oh, or whatever. Yeah. So. That's why I was so, you know, and Paige thrived without Hannah. And it just reminded me of when it was just like earlier seasons of them, like their first couple of seasons. Like I really liked Hannah early on. I'm just, I don't know if it just got to her, you know, like the, I think so. The, the being a Bravo celebrity, uh, not not a good look. Okay, so we're going to talk about some reality TV, obviously. We're going to talk about Survivor 41. We're going to talk about the rumored cast of Big Brother Celebrity. And then Breezy's going to share a This Week in Petty. But before we get into it, she emailed me this morning and said, <laughs> I have some thoughts on Vanessa Hudgens. So I talked about... The Princess Switch 3, when this episode airs, I think it was in episode 68, so two weeks ago. What were your thoughts? Okay, first off, I had never heard of The Princess Switch. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, so wow. When you were talking about it, I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? And I was like, <laughs> I had to Google, and I was like, Oh, and then you were talking about Vanessa Hudgens, and I'm like, because I'm mm-hmm. like, I love High School Musical, Same. big, you know, fan. Um, you know, she 
I know Vanessa went through her little, she had some, you know, she had some, some stuff yeah. that happened to her, you know? Yes. Uh, so, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm always rooting for Vanessa Hudgens and I am a big Broadway fan. Like I oh, love musicals nice. and Broadway. Stephen Sondheim, who just passed away last week, big, huge influence on my life uh, from a really young age. Mm. And my favorite musical is actually Rent, um, which I'm sure a lot of people know, Rent. Mm -hmm. um, that was not written by Stephen Sondheim. It was written by uh, Jonathan Larson. And he passed away right before, the night before his, uh, the premiere of Rent on Broadway. It was like crazy uh, story. Wow. Um, he also wrote Tick, 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 Tock, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom, Tick, Tock, Boom, Tick, Tick, Boom. Can't remember what yes. it is. Um, yes. And it is now on Netflix. Uh, they created it. It's about Jonathan's life, but it was like a like a one man uh, show that he did, and it was really good. And I was I had only listened to the album like years ago. I had never obviously I'd never seen it, and I saw Netflix though last week that it was on there, um, and Vanessa Hudgens was in it, and I was like, wow, oh. interesting. Um, I was like. She plays a, a minor-ish role. It's a minor role, but she is in it and she sings in it and she does really good. And I was yeah. like, happy to see, I was thinking, oh yeah, she needs to stop with these Netflix. Like when you were talking, when you're talking about it, I'm thinking like this cheesy, uh, yes. is what I got. I got, I was like, also, why are you making a third of anything? I know. Like, of anything. It doesn't I matter. How, the greatest of all shows. You shouldn't make a third of. Um, yes. But especially when it's like a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. But I did want to say, give that a watch. It's a Netflix show movie. Um, it does say like, so it's, you know, Netflix does a good job sometimes, but I don't know about those Christmas Hallmark movies, but I will, but I will give this a watch, but she does great. So, uh, and also it just, it's a really good, um, good thing to watch. So it's more of like a plug, not, didn't want to talk shit on Vanessa Hudgens, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch The Princess Switch, but I might. I'll let you honestly okay have you watched a night before Christmas yeah, yeah I love yes it. okay that was cute I actually enjoyed that and honestly princess switch one was I thought good okay. princess switch two I don't even think I finished the last 30 minutes and then princess J switch three was just like it's actually like they must think we're so dumb if they are like willing to make that movie but okay, is Tick Tick Boom the one with Andrew Garfield? Yes, yes. Okay, I didn't know that was a Netflix movie. I thought that was like a movie in the theater. No, it is on Netflix. Oh, yes. Wild. I was okay, really I've surprised. heard really good things. Yes, yes. I I'm really surprised currently. Yeah. <laughs> and Vanessa, like, I like her, and I like yeah, and like you're right. She had. Some of her personality, Don't like, I feel like stars, you know, like they it, all do. There's some cringe things, but I actually think she's really talented. Like she was in Gigi mm -hmm. on Broadway or like at least she maybe guested a few yeah. weeks or something like that. And I'm like, she's actually really talented. And like in High School Musical, I think her voice was like a little nasally, but I was like, she was also probably like 
15 or whatever. She's obviously like grown up. I think she's a great dancer. I loved her in Greece on like NBC or whatever. Yeah. I thought she was great as Rizzo. So like I yes I like her personally but I'm like why if you're in stuff like tick tick boom why, why are do you this? doing stuff like princess switch three <laughs> like that's so weird I know that's what, when I was hearing I was like why is she doing these little side projects I mean like get your coin but like how much is that coin and it's also like it doesn't does that put respect on your name when they look at what you've been in? Yes. Okay, that's what I think. Because it's like, yes, get that paycheck. And, like, you're getting lots of, not airtime, but, like, news about you if you're on a Netflix movie. Because Netflix, like, everyone has it. But I feel like you're not going to be taken seriously when you're IMDb. is <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> the princess switch three like i don't know if it's like the title of the movie too that just sounds so like who i need to talk to the creator i maybe a different title it would be a little bit better but just sounds so cheesy but i will at least it's so bad for sure we're in this yeah yeah i'll do that yeah the first one is is like cute and then it just gets super gimmicky and stuff should have left it at that because I was like also do another one like I loved again I I feel like I've said this a million times which is getting embarrassing now but like I loved A Night Before Christmas Princess Switch one great watch but it's like you just do another Hallmark yeah Netflix movies so yeah we'll see but I'm also really excited speaking of high school musical and Christmas movies okay I think it's called like not the last dance but it's like it's with Chad from high school musical Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman oh really who plays oh what's her name and I um one of the smart people yeah, I was literally going to call her Kelsey, but it wasn't Kelsey. That's the oh, annoying, I think, is. pianist. This is going to kill me. I'm, yeah, I feel like it starts with an S, and I don't know why I think that, but I'll have to look it up. Yes, okay. Sorry, Monique. <laughs> brutal, brutal. But they are in a Hallmark movie, so I'm, like, so excited, like, together. And it's a dancing one, too. Aww. She's Taylor. Her name is Taylor. Taylor. Oh, oh. It's so obvious now. So uh, Corbin and Monique reuniting for a Christmas movie. It's like all of my interests in in one thing. So I'm excited for that. That'll probably be the last Christmas movie I watched this season. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see anything about this. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in the... I don't see anything with these Christmas movies coming around. Um, I always just watch like the same ones, like the same, like I always watch a Christmas story and uh, the Grinch. Um, Yeah. The classic drummer boy. uh, But I don't really do that much. The like cheesy ones. Yeah, I I get that. But like Corbin Blue oh. just joined TikTok too and is doing a lot of TikToks with her. And it's just, it's so cute. Yeah, especially when you said they're going to be dancing. Oh, this is going to take me back to the cafeteria. Like, I. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't think they're singing, but there's oh, definitely dancing. And they're both good actors. Yeah. So I'm just excited for this. Yeah, I'll watch that for sure. 
Okay, let's dive into Survivor 41. How have you been enjoying this season? Like, do you like it? Is it a good introduction back into Survivor after a year off? Yes. First off, I was like, damn, they've been off for a while and they had too much time because there's too many damn twists. Um, (laughs) But the cast is just so good that I feel... Like, they're still making it enjoyable, even with these terrible twists, in my opinion. Like, I don't mind a twist here and there, um, but I feel like they're going a little too far, especially since it's already cut down to, you know, 20-something days. Um, but I, I'm i loving this cast so much. Um, Same. We, in, in our podcast, we like to end with saying who our favorite of the episode was and who our least favorite was, which is kind of mean, but whatever. It's <laughs> no. like a little prize for that, for the cast, because you could be at the bottom one week and be at the top the next, like it changes. Um, but uh, we like struggle to pick out our least favorite week to week. You know, it's like we might, we like people obviously more than others, but there's not anyone that's just like the clear bad person the villain villain um because i love a villain if they own it you know but um yeah no i'm loving it me too i think that this is one of the best casts in years and it does suck that some of these twists and just the they shortened because of covid they had to quarantine they shortened the game from 39 days to 26 days so just that kind of frantic gameplay and then all the twists has sometimes in the episodes taken up more time than just like hanging out with the cast, which I don't love, but it's been such a good season. All of the, I don't know if you watch the secret scenes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. The secret scenes and the Ponderosa videos have also been top notch. And if people don't know what we're talking about, CBS posts bonus um, scenes and videos of the voted out players going to Ponderosa, which is the place that they stay when they're on the jury. And just seeing the personalities and the interactions with this cast is has just brought so much joy into my life. And yeah, I just think it's a really, really good season. I think it's going to be one that really like stands the test of time and is like highly regarded years to come. Like I think it's going to enter one of those kind of like classic like heroes versus villains, David versus Goliath, like kind of those big well-known seasons. So I'm just super happy with it, even though obviously I'm sad that a bunch of my faves like Nasir and Shan got voted out so early. Like obviously that's very disappointing but yeah I'm just stoked on the season as a whole yeah I've been watching Survivor so my favorite reality tv show is hands down Big Brother I love strategy I live for the live feeds I am a live feeder I will be at work and like 
on my desk, I'll have an, I asked for an iPod for Christmas, like a couple of years ago. Um, and my parents, or it was my birthday, they got it for me. And everyone's like, an iPod? You're 27. What are you doing with an iPod? <laughs> um, and I'll have it like up at my desk with uh, live feeds going on while I'm working throughout the day, you know. But I started watching those two shows like young, like really early. Mm-hmm. And with, I loved most about it was like all the strategy and how there's just so much that goes into it more than just playing these competitions and voting someone out. Um, But as a black woman of color, uh, you know, I have always felt, you know, that there is this additional layer um, that we don't really get to fully explore in the game because they just haven't really been able to give the right attention to it um, until really up until recently uh, with all the movements and everything that's been going on. It sucks that it's taken this long. Um, it's not like we haven't had a Black winner uh, with Survivor before, but to have this diverse of a cast and not just in Black people, but you know, women and gen- like everything, like, you know, mm-hmm. so many different ethnicities and backgrounds. It's wonderful. Um, and we get these touching, you know, s- moments. Uh, like the last tribal was just so, I I cried because I was so mm-hmm. relatable to me. Like, you know, I, I mm-hmm. felt everything that Liana was saying. And uh, is it Liana or Leanna? I always say Liana and I didn't, I change it to Leanna. I can never get it right. I actually, since I've never heard her say it outside of probably the first episode, I I hear more people saying Liana Liana. than Liana. Yeah, but on the island, I've heard people use both. I think it's like an accent thing Mm because in the States, people say like, Liana Mm -hmm. like you say Brianna but if I was in Canada I would say Brianna yeah most people here actually say Brianna to me okay okay. and I'm like it's Brianna not Brianna banana um I just jokingly like no but I don't even go by just call me breezy you know uh yes but I I I loved I loved how you know we're seeing this um internal like conflict that these black players are having that black people have in real life you know like outside of the game like just me at work thinking about another black coworker who might be slacking or maybe made a mistake and I'm a little bit more like I want to help them not get in trouble or help them be okay because I gotta li- I gotta like we gotta help each other out and have each other's back because people will pounce on it like the smallest opportunity to take you down or make you look bad and um and it goes into the game of feeling like you have to be aligned with these people that you know we don't get a lot of wins uh and seeing these players just talk about it so openly in that tribal coming off of a big brother season where they weren't able to talk about it openly at all throughout the the game was just so definitely when Jeff says drop the four keep the one like it's it's because of this I think this season you know this episode Mm -hmm. this tribal that is going to make it go down in history for sure as one of the greats for sure yeah absolutely so much that I that you've said that I want to talk about because I think 
I love how you put that into a real world context for people because I think that people could think like oh that's a tv show or they're they're thinking about the backlash of the public but so you're saying that this happens at our workplaces in your family like where you yeah want to lift people up and make sure that there's no outside criticism for making mistakes so basically you're saying which I know it's true, but I just want to nail this for the listeners. You just have less room to make mistakes because of your race and because of racism and our current context in this world. And the black players were really explaining that in the season that like, especially with the Shan move, they knew she was the winner picked. They know she was steam steamrolling to the end as like the clear winner and they wanted to keep the black lions together but they felt like they needed to get her out at some point but they just felt this inner conflict because you know the historic black alliance like there's so much pressure just like additional pressure on these players and I didn't watch the big brother season I still follow because I'm in the obviously reality tv world so I still know the gist of it but I didn't know that it wasn't explored on the tv show well it was like what I mean of uh, they talked about in Big Brother in their diary room um, sessions, like how they're struggling with this, like how they need to make it to the end as a six, like the six black people in on the cast, make it to the end as a six to guarantee that there's going to be a black winner for the first time in Big Brother U.S. history. And uh, so, you know, they talked to us about it, but they weren't able to talk about this in front of their white other cast members they sent them all out without them knowing what was going on until they got into the jury and they talked about it like oh shit like the, the black uh there's a black alliance the six that just like got her asses out like damn you know like right in front of like, they duped us uh but you know they they were so they had this huge guilt that you know they're not going to understand and they're gonna that people are going to think that we're racist and that but there's like a bigger picture there, you know? Um, But this move of them getting to the end as a six was only beneficial to really one or two people within that alliance. Um, Right. So it's, it was this inner conflict that Tiffany and Hannah, two um, really strong uh, black women that got this alliance really to the final six, um, that knew if I get to the final six, it's not set up where I'm probably going to win. Like, I know I'm going to be out like right away, but um, I don't care. I'm doing this anyways, you know, and, it, and they're, they, sh- they still try to play the game, even though if this wasn't a thing, they would have played it completely differently and taken out people within their alliance. Fast forward to now with Survivor, you have Deshaun who it's, he's having the same issue, but he takes the route of, going and playing the game and you know taking this backlash and breaking down Mm -hmm. because he knows that there's gonna be people that just don't understand that there that Mm -hmm. this is a conflict and people aren't gonna understand on both sides you're gonna have black 
players and black watchers not understand why did you take out one of your own and then you're gonna have people not understand like why do you care you know but it's like things that you deal with in all aspects of your life um as a black person so yeah I hope that I explained that well but you did absolutely yeah because it is putting just a lot of pressure on the black players to stick together versus making the correct Mm -hmm. game moves which Xander pointed out that's that he lives a privileged experience playing this game where he doesn't have to think about those things what did you think about those like follow-up comments from uh Heather and Xander it was just like so funny to me when because I watch with a group of friends each week and we're all like misty-eyed watching and then Jeff's like Heather what do you think and all of us like audibly gasped (laughs) yeah like there's other people of color on this cast that you could have like directed like how does that Like, I know that you probably have some feelings, too, in your own way and with your own experience. But for him to go to Xander, it was kind of like eye-rolly, happy with how Xander acknowledged his privilege. But it was also like, he doesn't need this camera time. Like, let's not, uh, you know, let's not do this. And let's not do this Mm -hmm. whole Heather, uh, you know, I I still have some learning to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Whatever. Uh, Whatever. It's also just the whole like Xander saying, I, how did he word it? It was like, I don't have to think. I didn't even think that I didn't know that this was happening. And Heather said this too. Like, I had no idea that this conflict was happening and that this was even a thing. And, you know, I don't have to think about it because I'm privileged. But it's also like, in this time period, the fact that you're not thinking about it is also just like a little bit of a red flag that, you know, we're at this point in the game and you weren't thinking like that this could be happening. Um, it's like, yeah, you you do need to do better. And uh, yeah. but I just really thought that Survivor could do better in the editing of or Jeff mm-hmm. uh, do better and not. I don't know how it actually went if he did talk to someone else. because You know, those tribals are way longer than what we see but yep they could have edited it better if not (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely because it was like jarring I think and I feel like a lot of times when there is discussion about race on tv it is set up like just black and white people and I odd it is odd and it would be yeah like interesting to hear about Ricard and Erica's experiences as well and yeah so I kind of thought that that was a loss and then so this is my meta brain working I had an inkling that maybe this was a hint that Xander and Heather are in the final three because I felt like they would want the winner they always want the winner unless I guess maybe they really hate them but I can't I they haven't had a season like that in a really long time, but they want the hin- the winner to have a, a heroic edit and they want the audience to like the winner. So I just like my reality TV brain was like, I wonder if they're like in this discussion, we want our winner to come off 
well. So, or like our final three to come off well and get like airtime and stuff. So that was like my thoughts with that. That's so interesting. I didn't even think of that. What I was thinking that they were doing um, (laughs) was, okay, uh, let's try to have some white people speak to most of the watchers and viewers are white. uh, And maybe it would give them like a, uh, okay, hearing it from someone that's white. Like I understand, like we'll get you on board. Yeah, that's so ugly. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to go back to Big Brother, but there was a really emotional time where um, Tiffany, beloved Tiffany, who everyone loves from Big Brother, uh, had to put up and have them the, the her alliance vote out her number one ally and best friend because of how it played out. Um, it was like such a blind side to her, and she didn't tell her about the alliance but she just told her that I told myself walking in here that I'm not gonna be able to be able to vote out or have someone go out at the that looks like me you know at the hands of me so I'm sorry it like has to be you and she completely understood and she like cried and had no this was Claire Claire. yes yes um very you know it was a moment that I'm it was so raw and real like I'm getting chills thinking about it and her um diary room session she was just bawling our eyes out but it was something that I think was so good for viewers to see like I hate that it has to be like that but you know they don't really listen to black voices uh yeah we need for allies to sometimes speak for us um, or uplift our voices but um it could have been that but honestly I don't know if CBS is thinking like that but yeah I can see Heather easily being dragged to the final three so yes um, and Xander winning his way out you know winning his way there and he still has his idol so yeah I know it would be such a not a disappointing end because I think Xander's had a great game but just I just remember at the beginning of the season we're like it's our first like 50% BIPOC cast the women were voting out all of the men in the early days so I was like this is gonna make such a good ending then I was like ugh, I feel like we are being set up for a Xander win (laughs) which like no shade for him like he played a good game he has some like I think he's cool as a cucumber like I think he is a good survivor player, but I'm like, oh, like again. <laughs> well, I feel like we're being set up for a Danny win is actually where I feel like we're leading to. I feel like the edit's giving us Danny. I feel like it's telling us and it's I'm sorry to keep talking about Big Brother, but that's no, no, this Xavier is great. And from yeah. Big Brother. And it's like it's this final four was set up for Danny to win, you know? It's like Leanna and uh, Shan were not going to, um, like, Shan, like, yes, she would win, I think, at the end against anyone. But I'm saying, like, keeping Danny and Deshaun in the game was, ended up being their downfall, you know? It was really, like, they went out at the hands of them and Ricard, but, you know, their closest allies. But it was like, you know, if they would have gotten those people out and kept more of the Heathers around, you know, people that you can really control and, you know, done things for their game as opposed to for, you know, the the four, um, who knows how it would 
been, but I think right now it's set up where it could be like a Danny, Deshaun and Heather final three or a Danny, Erica. And I don't think Xander's going to make it to final mm. three, actually. Like, oh, and, wild. and I have Xander in my um, survivor pool with Leah's mm-hmm. family. I put in Cute. 20 bucks for it. Uh, so and I just got <laughs> random two people and I had Jeannie who went out, you know, early and uh, I had Xander and I'm like, okay, I got little white boy better get me that money. Um, honestly, so, like I am like, okay, I want that money, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I think that I think he's going to go out if he doesn't win out um, because I see that Danny is not someone that you know he's the one who first noticed that the women are taking out the men and jumped on that right away and i think he's gonna know little boy's gonna win out like he's my biggest competition gotta get him out so i think he's in trouble more so than deshaun but we'll see okay that is really interesting so xander so they're at final six now and xander will play his idol next i think it only goes till six right i think he can only play does it go to six or five i don't know so it'll probably pay it either way right i don't know he uses extra vote yes he uses extra vote to get out liana which was devastating i was like i don't think he's gonna do it because he doesn't need to yeah and then I saw like the really wrinkled piece of paper with Liana's name on it and I was like that's definitely him but okay so I could actually see a Danny win too and I would have not been saying this earlier but I actually could see him winning if he goes to the end and says like I was lockstep with Deshaun but it all of the bad blood got pinned on him and I did that on purpose. Like I could actually see that if he like illuminates those parts of his game because Deshaun is getting all of the backlash for the moves that they're making together. So I could really see that. But some of these votes like with Shan, obviously Deshaun and Danny were like, this is this is like the move for us. But now they seem to be on the bottom then they lost Liana again so I just feel like it didn't work out that they the way that they wanted so I feel like these two last votes Shan and Liana they played poorly or like didn't have the agency that they thought they did so I was like uh, that's pretty late in the game to kind of have these errors so I was like eh. but I definitely could see again if Danny is next to Heather and possibly Erica. Be close between Erica. I would feel like Erica and Danny could be close. Close. Like maybe it would be split between them, t- the two, but Danny would get the majority. So, yeah, I don't think that that's like, like, I, I, I definitely can see that. I, I just have a sneaking suspicion. And I think, again, I'm just like reading the edit too much. But I really just think it's Ricard, which I'd be happy with. I would love a or, Ricard. Same, same. And or Xander. But maybe I'm just under. I feel like I could definitely see Xander because I think that he plays his idol and then he goes to fire, right? Or he wins another immunity and then and then is in fire and then wins that like I just feel like he's gonna scrape by 
And then I feel like now Deshaun is going to get clipped real soon, which I hope that like the best move I think for Deshaun and Danny right now is to actually go to Heather and Erica and target Ricard and Xander because I think that those are their biggest competition. So if Deshaun and Danny do that next episode, then I think they'll come up on top, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking is gonna, I think that Deshaun and Danny getting out Leanna and Shan was a terrible Mm -hmm. move for them. I do not think that they should have done it at that time because those were, it was a crucial time for numbers and votes. Like it was just, why did you, it's like they let paranoia get to them and they just, acted so hastily it was just not a good move at all um you know I get that she would beat you on the end but you saved that for like a week or two you know like a couple like a you know what I mean um but where I think that they might be able to kind of wiggle their way out of this because it is kind of scary the position that Deshaun and Danny are in like it's very scary um like Deshaun cannot believe that he picked out the right uh, thing. You know, the uh, I was like, oh, they're going, they're not, they're <laughs> going to give it to him, but they're not going to show all the other ones. But they totally showed them all. Like it was no, no funny business. I was just like, oh my shock. god, I was, like, at the time, I was sweating, and I'm like, they don't have time to vote. They don't have time to vote. Same, same. I was yelling that. Um, yeah, but I, um, I think that if they go to Erica or even if they go to Ricard, I think that they can convince Eric. They're not, Heather's not someone to go to. Heather's going to flock to whatever Erica's doing. Um, Like she's not going to think for herself. I don't think. Um, So I think that they need to get in with Ricard again or Erica. They have that root, like those roots from the old tribe, you know, the Mm -hmm. original blue tribe, Um, Mm -hmm. but go against uh, Xander. You know, I think that that's their best bet is trying to loop in one of those two. Um, But it looks like one of them finds an idol. Uh, It looks like maybe Danny finds an idol. So in the preview. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or some type of advantage. advantage. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, those idols are back in because Shan had an idol and went home with it. Yeah. Um, Same with Nasir. um, So I'm just like. Why aren't y'all looking, you know, find that idol. Y'all are down. It's down to the wire. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. Like idols are still in play for like another vote or two. I don't know why I can't think. I feel like it's just like the pressure of recording a podcast is like, I can't remember because usually I know the rules. Oh, yeah. It's in and out. It's been a couple of years (laughs) since we've had a season. Like I don't remember either. Um, But it's it's either final five or final six. And some of them are different. You know, sometimes they'll say it's good until it expires like early or something or by the merge you know it just depends um but last episode was the last time they could use their shot in the dark so it's like oh right and we've had right but that was a thing too with um Leanna you know if she would have rolled it she would have lost her vote and could have gone home you know when it would have been in her favor or a tie but if she but she didn't roll it and would have gone like she would have gone because he used that extra vote. But, you know, it's just like, what, like, what do you do? And that's like a twist. I know. Where it's just, you know, that's an okay twist. I don't mind that twist. It's the other yeah. ones that are just too much for me to handle. 
I'm in the exact same boat. That actually is an interesting one because you have to figure out what type of player you are. Can you rely on your allies to carry the vote for you or do you need your vote to like break a tie or whatever so that is actually an advantage that I like the do or die one I think it was fine for this game but I just I don't know I don't like when they play like with the hourglass reverse time one and then this one I don't like when they like mess with the immunity challenges because I don't know I just I think that there should be some rules in survivor that stay the same because and maybe I'm boring that way but because you have to rely like going into a season you have to rely on game rules and like the structure of the game to make educated guesses and decisions so I just hate when they throw twists in that you just can't like not that you need to plan for them but that you can't like even react to in the in the moment and I guess this one the do or die twist like you can the educated guest would be like am I going to be last like am I going to be the first one out of this challenge but I just didn't love it because then people like Heather who and Liana said this too like oh no I knew I needed immunity I possibly could be the first one out so I decided to sit out and it's like this is when she needed it most so and who knows if she would have won or not but it's like she does, didn't even have a fighting chance at immunity because of this twist. So I don't know. I I go back and forth and I feel like the outcomes dictate if I like the twist or not. Yeah. Because <laughs> like this, this one, I was like, oh, it was fine because Deshaun stayed. But if he went, I was like, I was going to be like, this is awful. Like what, yeah. a, what a sad shitty. way to go out. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what I said about the hourglass one. I was like, I know this is a shitty twist because if it was the other way around, I would be upset, you know, like, yes. you know, and it's, and that's not right. Um, but it's like, I don't think it's boring at all for you to think like, you know, like back to basics, like it should be just, yes. like there should be some, especially when it stunts their strategic, you know, gameplay uh, when like the twist should be. You don't know who's going to win the uh, immunity challenge. Immunity. You know? Yes. Like that's yes. the twist. You don't yes. know. You don't know what the challenge yeah. is going to be. Um, you don't know who's going to be on your team. If it's going to be a team-like challenge, you know. I really liked the the twist of them doing like, like when they're merged, having going to both going to tribal and both having like that's a good twist I like that yes um because it's still like the same game but it's like yes it's telling it's forcing I talked about this in our one of our episodes and it was like you know it's making it to where it's reminding players for future seasons like when you get to that merge you need to be having relationships with everyone everybody because you never know you might get uh, a twist where you are not not everyone's voting and it's just like some people and you need to have at least one or two allies you know like that was a great twist it's here for it yeah um so yeah i i'm i love this season and um liana liana i keep changing it um i know me too uh, (laughs) i'm going home was really sad but i was we had closure thanks to her um wonderful speech and 
she also I saw that you uh, liked it also on Twitter, but she wrote a, an amazing a blog post. Blog. Yeah, uh, I retweeted it and everything. Like, go check that out because yes, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. She's amazing. That's a good point. I'll put it in the show notes yeah. if people haven't read it yet. But I'm just so happy also because I love Survivor for the social gameplay and the way that real life plays out on the island and that people are thinking about these things and so that's why this season I feel like has been so amazing for me because you're not just viewing them but you're hearing about it in real time from the players about how the real world context imposes itself on the game and it's it's just so fascinating to me and yeah I'm just really grateful I like the way that Shan and Deshaun and Liana have spoken and Danny we haven't heard as much from him about it but um has just been so great and maybe not the like I don't know Facebook like have you looked at Survivor Facebook maybe those folks don't get it but we're weeding them out (laughs) yes 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 the new era has been yes it has been so beautiful to watch and yeah just just a joy to learn from these players and I I don't want to say I'm optimistic about future seasons because I feel like with The Bachelor and Big Brother and Survivor like I'm always kind of let down but I've just been yeah really impressed at the way that these players have changed you know really the reality tv landscape like these are the big reality tv shows so these are the giant and that liana like mentioned and it got airtime that it was from minority players in the past that really advocated for the casting requirements to have a more diverse cast so it was just great television it was and it's us fans too applying that pressure of like what we want to see and what's not acceptable, what's not okay. And, uh, you know, and, and that gives those cast members more confidence to like speak out when the casting is wrong or, you know, they're what they know that they're experiencing is not okay or what they're seeing. So yeah, it's a team effort, but yeah, I don't, I, I'm with you on it. Like, Let's let's just see where where we go from here. <laughs> yes. 100%. And yeah, that's a really good point. Like it is up to the fandom to also advocate uh for the changes that we want to see in TV and like just again that this isn't a new issue. This has been happening since the start of Survivor. We're just maybe some people are viewing it in a different way or we're just hearing about it more because they're allowing us they're they're not just snipping those like in the editing room floor they're actually airing it so like it has been this pressure of BIPOC cast members or you know any representative of a minoritized group like has this pressure but we're just seeing it more on our screens Mm -hmm. so it it's been there since season one 2000 2001 <laughs> yeah 2000 yeah like 2000 yeah. 1999 2001 something like that yeah yeah a long time 
So let's jump into Big Brother Celebrity, the other giant uh, CBS show. I'm really excited because I'm just finding Big Brother like the three times a week in the summer when I don't have a TV. So I have to like source the episode. It's just a lot. But Celebrity Big Brother is just a few weeks. It's a shortened season. So I think I'm going to watch it. I'm really excited. It's airing in the new year. And this week we got a list of rumored cast members. So I thought we could talk about them. Did you watch the first two seasons of Celebrity Big Brother? I did. I did not watch them live. I usually watch Big Brother live, but... When they were airing, I just life, it was like impossible for me to watch them live. Um, But since it's so much shorter, I don't feel as like, but I will be watching it live this time, this, this, this season. Um, Yeah, I love, y'all know I love Big Brother. So of course I love Celebrity Big Brother. Um, Like in the Celebrity Big Brother casting is so random and that's what's so so great about it. You know, like you get like the lead singer of Sugar Ray, you know, you get like a little bit of everyone, um, yes. you know. Uh, so this rumored cast gets me so excited because you get live feeds for um, Big Bro- Celebrity Big Brother as well. So um, you're going to be able to see, you know, these people whenever you want um, and see if they are really cool in real life or, uh, yeah. you know, not just the edit. So I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. Which is interesting because I feel like celebrities could take this as like redemption if they're like a an evil yeah. <laughs> like a like someone who needs um a redemption story or this could be like you get canceled because you're awful and you're like exposed on live feed so yeah it's really rolled the dice and I I kind of love that yeah <laughs> um especially um is it too much if I say someone that's rumored can I no, Drop. yeah, let's get into it. If people aren't interested in the rumored cast, just I have timestamps cool. in the show notes. Just like skip ahead, but we're going to talk about the rumored cast. Okay, because when you were saying, yeah, like you don't know, except it's different when you have a a cast of nobodies, you know, but when you have especially someone rumored like Boston Rob, you know, who is like a legend on survivor and has played in like four plus seasons or you know whatever of survivor and is like loved and uh survivor is very edited uh this this extremely edited really i mean are you sure you want to do that um people like lisa renna from real housewives of beverly hills like are you sure you want to do that you know like there's just some people where i'm just people open like you talk it's you're living with these people you're, you're gonna you, you're gonna be bored lots of you downtime. forget about the cameras at some point yeah and yeah. uh people are watch. i think they think that oh people aren't really watching you know oh we're watching and we're recording and we're writing and we're podcasting and uh yes i will call you out so but yeah i'm so pumped though still That's a really good point. Like, obviously, the percentage of people that watch Big Brother, it's a small, small group of actual live feeders, but it gets posted on Twitter almost immediately and then people follow up. So I'm just really excited. Okay, so 
You mentioned Boston Rob. Let's start there. I would be absolutely thrilled to have him on the cast because I think what makes a good celebrity Big Brother cast is a few people who actually want to play the game and who know strategy or like because like we had a lot of I'm not going to remember their names, but there was Jonathan Bennett who was like actually wanted to like strategize and I remember there was also the girl who she was like a she was an actor in American Pie oh um Shannon yeah I can't think of what her last name is but I know you're talking about yes and she was like I really want to like actually play the game and then there's a mix that are just like we're just here for the paycheck to be on TV it's like a fun opportunity And I feel like you have to have a mix. And Boston Rob is like literally the perfect person to come on that. It's like you're a celebrity in the CBS world and just like for classic survivor. But he would also like know the strategy. So I yeah, I would just be really interested to to see him play. Yeah. When I think about Boston Rob, um, I'm thinking like, you know, he's coming in with a reputation to uphold like and not I'm not not now I'm not just talking now I'm not I'm past talking about you know possibly getting canceled I'm talking about like as a strategist and as a game player and making it far into the game maybe not necessarily winning but be able to lie deceit and have people you know follow you um where you people like Lisa Renna I think would just want to go in she's you know, probably is going to want to just get airtime and have people make funny gifts of her. Uh, but who knows? Maybe people like Scott Disick might want to really play the game. Because uh, that's someone who's also rumored that is wild it's to me. That I'm really wild. Surpri- like excited, though. I'm surprised at how excited I am if he is on the cast. Um, Same. I don't know. It's mixed feelings but I'm really it's mixed feelings because Scott I like hate that I actually kind of like him he's literally a predator yeah that grooms teenage girls and I like I don't know why like it he's disgusting but like he is such good tv Mm -hmm. which doesn't oh my god but Lisa Rinna is the mom of his recent ex-girlfriend Amelia Hamlin so like if they actually are on the cast together fireworks I would die I would die same I would shit my pants (laughs) same it would be such good tv like I am praying to the reality tv gods that this is the real cast yeah and same with uh you know, my reality TV love starts from watching real world road rules, uh, mm-hmm. flavor of love. Uh, and when you think of flavor of love, you don't think about flavor flame. You think about no nope. New York, Tiffany Pollard, Pollard rumored too. And she's played, um, you know, she's done a season of big brother over in yep. the UK and was, amazing uh you know there's no one better for reality tv than tiffany so uh 
absolutely die too if she was on she would give boston rob i would run for his money i think that she'd be like no we gotta get this motherfucker out you know like i think i she love would that do that or maybe they would team up maybe boston rob be like okay i need her you know like i would just be so about it in all the ways same so tiffany was the one person on this list that made me think like this could be fake because yeah, Tiffany is a literally on every rumored celebrity reality TV show cast. So she was the she was the one person that I was like, oh, this like is probably too good to be it true. Is. But again, if this is real or like partially real, it would just be like literally all of my dreams come true. And like the thing I was also thinking about with Boston Rob He's not like a classic celebrity no. or like even like kind of a real celebrity. So it's like he doesn't have connections like he would be playing from scratch. Whereas like Tiffany and then like Scott and Lisa probably they don't run in the same circles per se, but they're probably at like events and stuff together. So like reality TV events. So and same with Jax Taylor. So Jax is the other person. I was like, Jax is probably cross paths with Scott and Lisa yeah especially especially Lisa Renna um with him being her being on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with Lisa Vanderpump and Mm -hmm. um Vanderpump Rules Jax Taylor who just got fired from Vanderpump Mm -hmm. Rules last year it's that's that was a name where I was like oh he totally is probably going to be on the he would totally do it dying to get back on the screen to make any type of money and to get any type of attention um, and to leave his wife and baby at home. Like, I just, I can't stand Jax Taylor if you can't tell. But um, I would love to see him, though, on Celebrity Big Brother. And uh, he would probably go out first, but he would also be, like, super paranoid. And he's a crazy Mm -hmm. good liar. He's a compulsive liar. So what better game than Big Brother for for him? Absolutely. I, like, I would just be so stoked and then the other two rumored players are clay aiken (laughs) which it was just like oh i haven't thought about clay aiken since like 2000 (laughs) oh like where's reuben stutter too (laughs) yeah uh okay kelly clarkson are we doing uh, fantasia she's too good (laughs) she's too good for celebrity big brother like i was like uh what does he still make music? I think he does, actually. I don't I don't listen to Clay Aiken, but I'm just, like, so random. Would he backstab? I don't know. Uh, maybe he would be, like, someone that would really surprise us and be like, oh, I'm a super fan. Like, there has to be some reason yes. why they show, chose him, you know? Like, yes. So I'm interested. I'm, I'm, there's no one on this list that I'm not here for, you and Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> She's the last person, Kellyanne Conway. She's, like... Oh my god, do we do we need to give no. the like the problematic politician like that? I but I guess that's a celebrity big brother staple. Like yeah. you have to have one had, per season. Yeah, one last <laughs> season, but it was like as a twist. And so Yeah. Which I didn't like that. Cause then it's like what no. y'all like are fucking friends with him like at CBS? Like what, yes. what is that? Yes. Like ew. Yes. Uh I had thoughts on was not here for that you know Omarosa was you know on a season and she uh was it wasn't a twist that she was on the season so like I would be cool if she was playing playing and not like the mooch 
which yes yes oh my god that was so bad like I'm not about it like we are like why are we it's like an advertisement for him like it's just yeah yeah it was like when wasn't Mike Pence on Dancing with the Stars or something oh I didn't know that but that it was it might have not been him that might be like too big of a politician it no, it wasn't Mike Pence. I I don't know. It was some someone else. Yeah, Mike Pence Republican. was our uh, vice president last year, which I feel like I would. Yeah, so I don't like, think it was no. him. <laughs> There's literally no way. But it was like a very similar vibe mm-hmm. politician that was on Dancing with the Stars. And I was like, why are you letting these people rehab their images? Yeah, like I, I don't like that. And I'm curious of who that was. I my mom would know she's like loves dancing with the stars and i have not watched it in a while like she'll send me good clips to watch i'm like oh i didn't know they were on dancing with the stars uh but yeah i'll have to go and see who that was but yeah i'm not about that at all no no if this is like even half the cast or if like three of this list is on i would be just so happy i could totally see scott disick doing it he like definitely needs a paycheck I could see Lisa Rinna doing it just like for fun it, I think it's like only films over like two or three weeks mm-hmm. like it would be very easy to fit into your schedule they get paid for it they get a stipend and yeah you know. absolutely and then uh, of course the airtime so I I just I don't know I'm I'm pumped on this Same. this potential cast it could be so good I'm pumped is there anyone else that you would want to see on the cast or that you're hoping to see there? Just more diversity, uh, you know, from just this rumored list, you know, that lacks. Um, but yeah, uh, Celebrity Big Brother tends to, though, have like a good, uh, diverse, you know, cast. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we did have a black winner from Celebrity Big Brother, Tamar. And, you know, and that was that was a great season. It was a good, you know, diverse cast. But um so I'd like to see maybe another like Real Housewife, uh, maybe mm-hmm. a Real Housewife of Atlanta, because um, they had Candy on. Yes, I love Candy. I love Candy. Um, so you know that would be cool. Like I, I like these. I'm a huge Real Housewives fan, so I'd be so down for more Bravo people on here. Um, you know, even uh, you know maybe some MTV people. Yes. Um, I don't know. I would be down for other just good reality celebrities and not necessarily celebrity celebrity, not necessarily an A-list celebrity, but give me some of these like B, D-list, C-list celebrities. Yes. <laughs> some selling sunset peeps. I don't care. Just yeah. Somebody, you know, like I like that because they're the ones who know what we want. We want people that are not going to just think that are going to want to put on a show and cause drama. Like I would like that. Absolutely. Especially for Big Brother, like we don't need level-headed survivor gameplay. We can just have fun, fun episodes that like don't care that they're getting slimed in their HOH competition and like, oh, God. just, yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm here uh, for it. I can't wait. Me too. So we're going to finish off with This Week in Petty. And Breezy, you said you had a, a story that you wanted to share. 
Yeah, so I was, like, overthinking this, okay? Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, Jake, who's my partner, I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, what, what am I talking about? And he's like, it's probably just, like, anything, right? I was like, no. Yeah. The, the podcast is ready to be petty. It's got to be, like, a petty, like, story, right? Like, it's got to be something like that. And I was like, okay, I am really kind of almost like a meditating moment. Like, I was like trying to go through my life and like man I am so fortunate I really haven't had much oh being going on lately I don't have much to complain about I'm like whoa I love that what though is wrong like with me I when I was to your podcast <laughs> today um and oh my I, I felt for you about um your, your losing your podcast um oh, and you know that would be a, just a great conversation and memory uh with <laughs> yes, you and with Teddy yeah yes. Teddy like oh I felt for you um but this is more of like a pettiness to myself, something that happened this week that <sighs> was like, Breezy, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I have a dog, Murphy. Mm-hmm. He's Aww. rocking one eye. He had his eye removed earlier this year. He's 15. I've had him for Aww. about eight or nine years. Love him to death. He's my baby. His one eye that he has, he still really can't see. He like runs into stuff all the time. Aww. His depth perception is really off. So he misses trying to jump on the couch and everything. Um, poor baby. Um, but so I'm at work. I miss, I miss this call. And it says like Mark last. And I'm like, who is that? Like, this is must be like their last name. I ignore it. I'm at work. Um, and then I get like two more calls from the same person and I still like ignore it. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'm just weird. I don't answer like phone calls. From Neither do I. I. Um, and then they leave a voicemail and I listen to the voicemail and it's like, hi, Brianna. Um, this is Mark. Um, I, I have your dog, um, Murphy and uh just give me a call back he's safe but just give me a call back um when you have a chance and i'm like wait what like okay so just to set the scene i live in a in like a condo they call them like a patio home i'm attached Mm -hmm. to someone um i can't have a fence um so i use like a little leash like a like a little thing in the grass or whatever murphy's a smaller dog he's a cockapoo i every morning i like let him out on the little leash he goes and uses the bathroom i let him back in close the door lock the door i have like a child lock on the door too long story (laughs) i don't have any children that's a separate story um and i remember i'm thinking oh my god did someone break into my house like how was Jake and I, we both work at the same place. We're both at work. Like, we're like, no one's home. I'm freaking out. And I, I call him and he's like, yeah, um, well, I have him. You know, he was just roaming my backyard. Um, I can drop him off, um, you know, wherever you live at or if you want to come and pick him up. And I'm like, I get off in about an hour. Like, I, my mom lives really close. I can have her come and pick him up. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll text you the address text me the address he's like my next door neighbor um and I'm like okay well that's good I was like oh my god you live like right by me and he's like, yes, okay, yes. okay well I'll go and um he said I can like you know see what's up you know like at your house and my back door was wide open wide open and he said I just threw him back in there you know didn't do anything and I have like a little camera in my in my my house and I can see uh I went back to look at it and 
like you can see that I just didn't close the door all the way that no. morning when I like left like I just left it and he just like opened it up with his nose and just made his way outside and probably just used the bathroom and probably just watered off because he can't see really well and but thankfully no one broke in it was just you know that but I was scared shitless um that the door oh was God. wide open for who knows how long it was like 27 degrees that day too it was so cold and I tell my boyfriend I'm like uh what happened and he's like but are the fish okay? Like we have, like you know, like their temperature control. Like, uh, like how are the fish? We have like four aquariums in the house. He's like, oh my god! Yeah, and he's like, wow, how are the fish? How are the fish? I'm like, fuck your fish. We dogs fine. Murphy. Murphy's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so petty on myself, disappointed in myself. I was so upset, but it's all okay. Uh, Murphy's okay. But yeah, I have a really good life. I have not had to be petty with anything that I could tell you all about. Work stuff, I could go on for days, but yeah, you know, <laughs> literally, uh, I'll keep my job. So <laughs> literally, I think about that like weekly. Like I'm like, oh, I have such a good story, but not for the pod. <laughs> Okay, I was so scared that you were going to be like, Mark had Murphy, like, for ransom. <laughs> like, like, like he was like kidnapped. It's going to be a way worse story, but, like, no. I was just, like, so scared and so upset, especially, like, like thinking, wait, how the fuck did he get out, you know? And then I'm also, like, I told Mark, I hope he didn't, like, see when my house is so dirty right now. Well, not now, but at the time <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God, my the patio is a complete mess we have a compost pile and um instead of like sometimes we're just a little lazy and we'll just leave like the compost like right outside the door instead of walking it to the pile and so he's probably like ew these people have like (laughs) eggshells and banana peels and coffee grounds and shit like right by the door like and they can't take care of their dog oh my god but i get that is hard uh with this cute little card Aww. I found. It was like these um, cactus saying thank you in like 12 different languages. It was so cute. cute. Um, but yeah, so it's good thankful for that neighbor. Shout out to Mark. Yes, shout out to Mark. I absolutely hate when something goes wrong. Like this is kind of like my podcast episode, like where it's like something goes wrong and then you like think back and you're like, oh no, that's on me. <laughs> like, like and you had video evidence like there was no like misinterpretation or like can't blame it on like Murphy like sneaking out or whatever it's just like oh yeah that's on me and he's known <laughs> the reason why we have the child locks Lock, he yeah. actually was going through a phase of opening the door into the garage and scratching at the garage door to get out and breaking the wire into where the wire like the garage and it would only be whenever I would leave um so we have these child locks on to keep him and now he doesn't do it anymore so I was like he has tried like gotten out of a door before yeah yeah I'm surprised if his little one-eyed ass is you know popping out (laughs) of the door again but no it was I'm happy he just went close. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm the type of person who would 100% try to blame it on someone Oh, I was. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, first thinking, did Jake um, let him back in this morning? Yes, yes, yes. You know, like, who let him back in? And I was like, oh, I'm 
it's totally me. I always, I always let him out in the mornings. Like it's my job. That's shit. so shit, funny. Shit, 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 shit. Yeah, can't point the fingers. Okay, well, now that we've heard about Murphy, you need to send me a picture so I can post it <laughs> and let the listeners see this one-eyed dog. Yes, I love it. I will. I will. I will. He's he's sweet. He's a sweet dog. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Super fun. Lots of interesting topics. So I super appreciate you coming on. Where can the listeners find Trash Rehash and anything else you want to plug? Yeah, uh, Tori's probably like, Breezy has a lot of um, accounts. Uh, (laughs) I have. (laughs) I love it. I love it. My personal personal that I have like my real friends like on um, for Twitter and stuff. But I also have like my alternate Twitter um, and I had the Trash Rehash uh, Twitter and stuff. So you can find um, Trash Rehash on Twitter at Rehash Trash, because Trash Rehash was taken, um, <laughs> and on Instagram at Trash Rehash. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Queen of Trash TV. Um, the real queen is Tiffany Pollard, but you know, yeah. I'll just be her, you know, backup. Um, but yeah, you can follow um, the podcast, and we we usually have a good podcast out a week. So uh, check those out, though. But yeah, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Breezy. I thought that I would add a few more thoughts on Survivor 41 episode 12 since that one has aired by the time you're hearing this episode. So of course, as you heard, Breezy picked Danny as her winner pick. Underrated for sure. I don't think I actually appreciated Danny's game as much as I should have until this episode and listening to some of the episode coverage. But I will eventually do a rewatch of season 41 and I think I'll see a lot more of Danny's strength in his social game, which we don't always get to see on Survivor. I think since social games aren't pinned down to one specific move, it's harder to showcase on a TV show and in the edit. And we made the assumption that he was going to get idle and unfortunately he didn't. I was kind of waiting for like another flashback at Tribal Council of him scoring the idol, but it seems to be in the finale episode, there's going to be like some big hunt or chase. So I'm excited for that. I think the whole time I was really confused at why Deshaun and Danny voted for each other. I was thinking that they could do, since there's six players left, a 2v2v2. So... Ricard and Xander voting together, Erica and Heather voting together, and then Deshaun and Danny voting together, and then trying to flip the revote on Xander. But it seems like the whole cast, again, from Danny's words after the game, are trying to goat Xander, which is really interesting because the edit seems to say differently. And maybe we'll see a Xander pull out the win. And that the cast was really underestimating him. Like, you know, he's a young guy or whatever. But it's just interesting that we're like, why are you letting him stay with his idol for so long? And it seems like people are just thinking that he he has no chance to win in the finals. I still think kind of risky for the players 
that are still left in the game, but we'll see how it all pans out next Wednesday. We also saw Deshaun blow up at Tribal Council. Um, it shows, I don't know, kind of that he didn't have the best read on the game at that point, like that he was staying and Danny was going home. But I would still be happy with a Deshaun win. I think that, you know, he was really strong throughout the pre-merge and he's had a few missteps in the latter half of the merge, but I still think he is a strong player. So I'm locking it in right now. My first winner pick is Ricard. My second is Erica. And then my third is Deshaun. No tea, no shade to Heather or Xander. I think my fourth choice obviously is Xander. And then fifth would be Heather. We also talked on the podcast about BIPOC cast members speaking up and demanding more diversity from the Survivor production. And I just want to highlight that that is a group called the Soul Survivors. They worked in tandem with the Survivor Diversity Campaign. If you want to learn more about their calls to action of CBS, as well as something that I didn't bring up the sh- in the show, but as everyone knows, I'm sure who is listening, Survivor has a lot of returning player seasons. And I was just thinking about how speaking up for more diversity could, you know, threaten their potential chances of coming back. Maybe they would be seen unfavorably or like they were putting up a fuss. They weren't like easy to work with or whatever from CBS production. So I was just thinking about how difficult that might be and that might be you know putting your chances at playing you know the best game in the world on hold or forgetting those which obviously I hope that doesn't happen but just thinking about the possible repercussions and how difficult of a choice that might be speaking up about those things as well as again this pressure of these players having to choose between the game or their community. And I feel like my conversations about race or other identity groups can sometimes be clunky, but I just always want to say, you know, give it a go, have these conversations with your family, friends, colleagues, etc. That's how you grow as a person. That's how you put, you know, your thoughts into action and they can be clunky at first, but I feel like they get smoother as you go. (laughs) Okay, the last thing I want to say before we wrap up today's episode is I must have missed this or I was reading a different article, but Miranda, (laughs) why did I say it? Miranda, Uh, I have no idea. Miranda Cosgrove and Kim Chi, who is a amazing drag queen, famously from RuPaul's Drag Race, were also rumored to be on the cast of Celebrity Big Brother. We've talked a lot about Miranda on this TV show because of her involvement in iCarly, which I love, but I don't think I need her in my Celebrity Big Brother house. I think she would be like kind of boring. Again, with all due respect. (laughs) And then Kim Chi, I would be absolutely obsessed with. I don't follow RuPaul's Drag Race like super, super a lot, even though I should. I have no idea 
why I don't, but I have seen kimchi in a lot of videos with Trixie Mattel and other drag queens, and I think they would be so much fun on the show, so I would absolutely love that. Okay, it is time to wrap up. Thank you again, Breezy, for coming on this episode with me. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, send it to a friend, post about it on your socials, let the world know you are listening. That's the best way for RTBP to find new listeners. And DM me, tweet me, message me on socials at RTBP podcast. If you have some further thoughts on Survivor, Big Brother, anything like that. And let me know what you want to hear about next. I hope you are healthy and safe out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.